0: Merry Christmas. This is the Plainside Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> my name's Alex. I'm here with my good old buddy, my good old pals. Cam Jordan. Cam
1: Orange. And Zachary Kuyat. How are we doing? <laughs> I like that you said Merry Christmas with the spirit yeah. of Happy Halloween. Man, so before we hop into Elf,
0: I have a comment. And my first thing that I, I always think about this movie is, we talk about how great this movie is. But it's because we don't ever have new, good Christmas movies
1: made. Right. This movie is overrated. In the same way... We'll come back to that. <laughs> we were just having a conversation about Christmas music. Mm-hmm. Overrated. I can't stand Christmas music. I like the idea of it, but it's all the same. No, don't There are there. like five or six Christmas songs that I always love. And then there are lots of individual recordings that I love. But like... I, I'm kind of the curmudgeon of my family. I said that too. You two, said that, yeah, that two two straight right. um, podcasts. I budget. think that's a very Christmassy word, and now it's just in my brain. I always refer Christmas. to myself as a Scrooge. But. Yeah. I'm a little bit of a Grinch sometimes. But, like, I'm, I'm very much, I won't listen to Christmas music until after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm committed to the order of the holidays, and people, th- apparently, that's wild. But I just think I'm supposed to do Thanksgiving and then a different holiday. I don't get why that's such a big deal. But I, th- I was starting to listen to Christmas music the last couple days, and I realized most of the Christmas music I want to listen to I don't actually like. <laughs> well, okay, and here's my thing about Christmas music, is we, you know, we make these playlists of all these different versions of the same song. Yeah. If there's a version of that song that you like more, just listen to that one. one. Listen to the best one. I don't need to listen to one that I objectively don't like as much, just because Christmas tells me that I should. That's stupid. I usually get like about three days where I'm willing to just listen to Christmas music and I think this is what I'll do till Christmas and then I get about four days in and I go "Mm, no I'm gonna go back to the regular stuff and there are some like Christmas songs I genuinely like I really like Leslie Odom Jr he's got some that I really like like there are some that I really do like and enjoy but I think in general I think Christmas music is so overrated man Christmas kind of (laughs) sucks Just in general. This podcast is a part of the war on Christmas. (laughs) If you're going to say mean things about Christmas songs, I need you to name them, please. Okay, let's talk. What are the worst Christmas songs? Can we all say just the number one worst one together? Three, two, one. Christmas Christmas Shoes. shoes. It's the worst one. Back in Black by ACDC. What? I want to buy these shoes. (laughs) If you're going to be a new song, stain, you have to leave this podcast (laughs) forever. That is the way... It's so bizarre to write a song about a poor little kid who's chosen to spend Christmas Eve at the store instead of with his apparently dying mother, (laughs) and the dad was just cool with it. Dad was like, yeah, you're right, you should go buy her some shoes. And I don't want to be... I don't want to play a, a cold calculating with don't say this. She, if she's about to die, she doesn't need your shoes. No, that's very true. She doesn't need them. You bring up a really good point. Also, the mo it's it's one of those that is in a movie. And in the movie, those are the <laughs> ugliest shoes I've <laughs> ever seen. They're like Aren't they like red? They're like red and sequined and they're very ugly. Aren't they like clicked like your heels together? That's exactly shoes? what they look like, but if they were made way cheaper exact can I give you a Christmas song that is and I know you can't, we're fruitcake. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, in the world what am I going to do with a fruitcake? Cake? Eat it. It's made of all the squishy things that I would never eat. I wish there was a special place for fruitcake. Guys, I have a And of fruitcake that said fruitcake to me. me. Wow, that really <laughs> took me back. Is whoever yeah. made fruitcakes is going to sue us. <eye>.
0: But that's they, the most
1: advertisement that song's gotten in years. I have a take, a controversial
0: okay. a, one. as like controversial take, as I cuddle this large stuffed panda.
1: Um, don't call me a panda. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm not stuffed. I'm just full. <laughs> My take is that I like all I want for Christmas is you. That you you do like it. I'm not sure that's a hot take. No, I'm I'm on brewer's brewer's. Brewer's I think it's good all time. Yeah, yeah nobody and okay, and okay, hates but, it because of it. Here's
1: my question, is... Play it all the time. There's no good Christmas music. Play it over and over and over and over again. But like, I guess my question, and this is about Christmas music in general, but also that song. Why did we write that one and then stop trying? That's what I'm saying! When was the last time, like, a new Christmas song came out and people were like, that's a new one? Probably Mistletoe by Justin Bieber. That is probably the last unique Christmas song we've Did Santa Tell Me do enough? The Ariana Grande one? Mm, maybe. Is that one? Has that maybe. one, like... I have no clue what that is, so
0: I'm gonna say no.
1: I just, like, we've got all these, like, old songs, and most of them are bad. <coughs> why, haven't, why haven't we, like, tried to do a couple more? I get it, but also,
0: let's bring it back. Oh, transition? Transition. Elf. Oh, same thing. Overrated. Okay. No. no. Elf is
1: overrated. Elf is overrated
0: compared to what? That's my whole point. There's no good Christmas
1: movies since like 1982. And this one at least. Okay, don't diss Krampus. No, don't Krampus. You cannot hold any kind of power over us if you're gonna tell us that Elf is bad, but Krampus is good. No no no. Did I say Elf is bad? What were my exact said words? It's overrated, overrated, but you can't because compared to because everybody is so obsessed with this movie, and I've had to watch it every Christmas like eighty times. Let, let people, people be happy, Cameron. People watch it. Okay, they can be happy. I'm not happy watching it. Why do they force me to be happy watching their stuff? I don't like it. You, no. Okay, next time Elf comes on at the family Christmas gathering, you let them all sit downstairs. You watch, they watch Elf. You go on upstairs. Mm. You pop in your VHS copy of Krampus, and you watch that. No, it's the fact that they. Creepers came out like a few years ago. Anyway, (laughs) I like that the VHS was a little bit of a slow burn. (laughs) The fact that people will watch Elf like once a week starting early November, I cannot stand. Okay, that by that standard, it's overrated. I think it's a good movie. I think it's funny. You can open up with a joke about my favorite color. Like I enjoy the movie to an extent, but I think it's a little bit overrated. I think it's overplayed. I think it's overplayed. That is the same thing! Overrated would say that everyone thinks it's It's better than it actually is. because it's overrated. overrated? No, I think it's overplayed because it's very good. I don't think it's overrated because it gets played a lot. I think it is overplayed because it's very good. I think overrated would be to say that it is not as good of a movie movie as it actually is. We can agree on that. It's certainly overplayed. Overplayed, I will give you. There are other Christmas movies that I would rather watch more. Die Hard, obviously. Grinch. (laughs) I, I think I would rather watch this one than Grinch, but that one's close. Santa like, Claus, I liked way more. Like, Christmas Vacation is yes. one, or Home Even Alone. Christmas with the Cranks. That one's kind of funny. I'm not going <laughs> to give you Christmas with the Cranks Elf. Over- oh. What? I cannot abide by yes. the- Christmas with the
0: Cranks. The, the look list. on tax face. As, <laughs> as he was
1: starting to really...
0: Comprehensive. Listen, I
1: haven't watched Christmas with <laughs> the Cranks you just time, said. But like, I remember loving it as a kid. Because
0: you, know, you said Christmas with the Cranks. It was like, yeah, these are white. wait, with the Cranks?
1: <laughs> i, was, I, I went so bad about Christmas with the Cranks? I couldn't even process the fact that <laughs> in this conversation watch? you said Christmas with the Cranks and you meant it. <laughs> Did you guys I, ever watch <laughs> Olive the Other Reindeer? Yes. <laughs> You know that's on YouTube, just full length. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. Can we do a podcast about that real quick? Dude? Yes, please. You know what other Christmas movie I think is really, really stupid and always made me mad? What? There we go. Um, the grandma got run over by a reindeer, like the cartoon thing. Ugh. Can we? I yes, you're right. Can we? Can we talk for a second because Grandma got run over by a reindeer is also just <laughs> one of the worst Christmas songs. It's just one of the worst. That's a songs. song. That's a song where the whole plot of the song is. Grandma died, but Santa's real, so that's cool. <laughs> this is such a jolly time. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Grandma. Okay, Zach, exactly.
0: we we talked about this very little, but I think they are almost synonymous
1: with each other. I'm sorry, I just started thinking of Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer, but in the melody of Fruitcake. <laughs> oh,
0: Grandma <laughs> Got Run Over by a Reindeer. So, okay, we're going to keep going. Um, Let's power through. <laughs> so, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer is... In my mind, really synonymous and always paired with, I saw mama kissing Santa Claus. Yeah, Zach, tell me, rank them please. If you hate,
1: if you hate both. Of them. <laughs> well, okay, I do. I hate them both. You have to live with one of them. I okay. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Is this is tough? If I because I'm gonna be able to eliminate one from the world, but the other one stays. And it's prevalent. And it, there's some. There's a special joy for for the Jackson 5 I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus that's kind of fun but also yeah. my problem with that song is that there's no like good explanation for what's going on because either you're telling me that the dad is the Santa Claus and you're telling all of the small children who listen to this song that Santa Claus isn't real and that's that's a tough thing for me to want to put like in my department store Christmas playlist Or the other option is that mom is actually in an act of marital infidelity with beloved Christmas character Chris Kringle, the jolly old St. Nicholas. And I don't know that I can abide that in my Christmas music either. (laughs) That mom is, instead of mommy kissing Santa Claus, it's I saw mommy cheating on daddy with Santa Claus. And that sounds not great. So one of them is about just straight-up sin. The other one is
0: just, ah, she died.
1: Yeah, one of them is like, oops, grandma got killed by a beloved uh, holiday figure. And the other one is, oops, a beloved holiday figure macked on my mom. A beloved holiday figure just split (laughs) apart our family! beloved holiday figure is a home record. Where does Santa Baby fall in this Santa conversation? <laughs> okay, because Santa Baby is also a little creepy. Yeah, why is there one that's about seducing Santa? Why did we sexualize Santa? Santa did not need that. No, he's already hot. You know, <laughs> you know who else is already hot? <laughs>
0: elf, Buddy the Elf, Zach. Take it away. Ready, set, sack.
1: So, the movie Elf um, explores what might happen if a poor little orphan boy snuck into Santa's sack one one Christmas Eve. Okay. (laughs) That's what happens. That's exactly what happens. A little orphan sneaks into Santa's bag uh, while he's delivering presents to the orphanage, and he gets whisked back away to the North Pole, where it is then discovered that Santa has a stowaway. So, considering he was an orphan already, and apparently nobody would miss an orphan, uh, they just decided to keep him up there. Uh, so a human man, Buddy, um, spent his life learning the ways of an elf. Except he was real tall and real slow, and he was the only baritone in the elf choir. Uh, but he was really good at elf basketball. But when he elf learned- basketball. Skid- when he learned the real truth of who he was, he set off on a, a grand adventure to the magical land of New York City, uh, across the sea of swirly, twirly gumdrops and through the Candy Cane Forest, and, and through the Lincoln Tunnel, uh, and to find his father, one Walter Hobbs, who it turns out is on the naughty list, and bring him the true meaning of Christmas, which is, shockingly, still see- stealing Santa's clothes and wearing them for the purpose of giving people joy. Because that's what Walter Hobbs does at the end of this <clears throat> movie, is he steals Santa's clothes again. He's a not- real uh, Scott <clears throat> Calvin. A real Scott Calvin. Really he is, because of the true kid, meaning of Calvinism. we <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking, you know, we just did Santa Claus. Now we're doing Elf. Both of them work jobs that are very much centered around Christmas. Yeah, um for them to hate Christmas is the do. He the whole bit is that like he's like a cynical cynical uh, publisher and like the book that he wrote they forgot to put in two of the pages and he was like, nah, kids don't read. Yeah, but they look at pictures, and you put two blank pages in the middle of your book. Nobody is, that's not fine. Yeah. He he tries to pass that off like, I don't know, I didn't figure the kids would care. Yeah, they will. You left two blank pages in the middle yeah, of your book. he's not good okay at his job. He might as well be married. <laughs> <laughs> he he needs some holly and some jolly in his life. I also think we should rename this episode to Be an Orphan Snuck in the Sandestack. Without a doubt. What's the acronym? I'm not doing that right <laughs> now. So
0: it's just bass.
1: If you, <laughs> but with three s's. B. Oh no, there's oh there. It's Bayos. It.
0: Bayos.
1: Um. So if you were going to. Where's the B coming from? B. I, an orphan. The word B. B. An orphan stuck in a Santa's sack. This has really gotten away from me. Yeah, okay, <laughs> we're doing a bad job on the podcast. Um, so here's 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 what I want us to
0: do. I want <clears> us to I want us to get on on track. I want us to get on the rails, and I want us to talk about the true meaning of this movie. If we were gonna if we were going to be smart and intelligent as we are on this podcast,
1: <clears throat>
0: what would our theme be, Cam? I'm gonna let you take a swing and dangling at this.
1: Yeah. So I think um. You know, we find some similarities here in a very roundabout way um, to the idea of like seeing but not believing and believing but not seeing. And the difficulty that we have as Christians sometimes with believing in something that we don't necessarily have like proof of. We haven't seen God like physically. And that's a really tough thing to come to grips with. Um, And so I think if I were to compare Elf to anyone in the Bible something we used to do was make comparisons mm, yeah, let's bring us back to our roots I would yeah. say it is Noah because he spends the entire movie trying to convince people that he is right he has he has seen this he knows what is true but nobody else believes it because they just haven't seen it this idea of rain did not exist for Noah so him trying to say we need to prepare for this, we need to um, build this art, we need to do what God says is so weird to them. In this movie, Buddy the Elf is going around trying to tell people, you know, who Santa is, and trying to convince people, hey, this random dude in the mall is not actually Santa, so I'm gonna beat him up. Like this idea is kind of similar. I appreciate it. And like, how um, willing are you to look like the crazy guy? For what you know is right. Mm-hmm. Are you willing to like back Jesus. And back what you know the Bible says to be true. If you are the only one. And if it makes you look kind of crazy. Because Buddy the Elf did it. And and eventually people kind of got on. And, and they wouldn't have done that without him. He was the reason a lot of people changed their perspective. And I think we can be that for other people. But we're not going to do it by being put off when they doubt us yeah yeah and, and you know I think sometimes our our excuse for not not stepping in ourselves not doing something ourselves is the idea that like there's already somebody else out there that can do it there's already something that they would have seen that would point them to it we were talking about it on the Santa Claus episode that in so many of these movies Santa is real and yep. is bringing people gifts. Yeah. Like, it's bringing the parents <laughs> gifts, but apparently the parents still don't believe it. Yeah. In the same way that, like, I there are definitely other people that could point somebody else to the kind of faith that you have. There are ways that you could hide back and, you know, not put yourself out there, not be exposed to it. But in the end, it often requires our act of faith For any change to be enacted, because if we aren't willing to put forward that act of faith, they're gonna miss the Santa bringing them presents every year. That's right in front of them under their Christmas tree.
0: Right. That's really good.
1: I. It's.
0: It's kind of tough. He almost feels like. What if
1: Buddy Elf is John the Baptist? Declaring the way of Santa (laughs) to come after him. Yeah. It's like,
0: dude, he's coming. (laughs) You're on the naughty list. you got to get this figured wow. out.
1: 10 a.m. tomorrow. Santa's coming to town. <laughs> <dude>.
0: Like, <laughs> come on.
1: Um, it's like Paul Revere. Is that who that was? Yes. <laughs> this is just a <laughs> One if I land, two if I see, or three if I slay. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: Um, but I think it's such a. A lot of times for us, uh, faith is this idea that's almost a secondary thought like we don't necessarily even think about it we grasp the idea of faith and then we just go on with our regular life and we don't really take time to really sit and grapple with our faith and there's the famous <clears throat> scripture about when Jesus is saying you know if you had faith the size of a mustard seed you could you could look at a mountain or a, a huge tree and you could say move and it would do it um, and, a, and a lot of times a lot of people read that verse and they think, Man, I just need a little bit of faith and I can do real big things. Um, and I read that verse and I'm, I feel like it's like Jesus is saying, y'all, you have no faith.
1: Yeah, you don't get it.
0: You have no faith. Um, and I always have to like look, look back at myself and what is it? It's always super powerful for me when I take a moment and I sit and I think, where is my faith? Where's my faith right now? Because it's almost this always ever-changing line of where am I? How can I work on my faith? Working on my faith is such like a term we all use, but like, yeah. what does it even mean? Right. Yeah. Um, how can I I work on my belief? I work on my faith. I work on my trusting of God. Um, and a lot of times, it's by listening to the people yelling at you, saying, "Hey, get this together." Yeah. Um, a lot of times, like we talked about in in previous pods, when we talked about calling, is man, sometimes things can be so obvious and so much of life can just my dog's squeak toys are in the back. <laughs> Okay, I heard him do a little bark earlier and mm. Melody was like shh <laughs> um, but so much of our faith is uh, so much of my story and I think a lot of people's story is they have it all planned out and they made this plan for themselves and that plan ends up being just completely ransacked by God's plan Yeah, and you can still do the same things that you thought your purpose was but you just never knew it was this way yeah Mm -hmm. and so what is that for me what what do i need to sit and listen how can i really soak in that um i think that's what this movie says it's like when someone's yelling at you when god or someone who is working as a john the baptist in your life saying dude jesus is coming like like you you gotta figure this thing out yeah um when an elf buys you lingerie i mean santa is real when okay the Santa say I was going to make a joke about it, but I couldn't think of anything about it. So, <laughs> I was like, are we supposed to... I know, I thought you were going to throw it, me it at me. Zach looked at me like... I was like, is Zach going to say something? No? <laughs> no. So, I think the biggest thing that we should know and hear for me, and the thing I take away from basically every Christmas movie, but this one is, uh, don't lose the point. Don't, don't miss it.
1: Well, I think we also have a really hard time with like knowing what faith looks like, and and kind of prescribing it to the wrong places. Yep. Like I know, um, you know, right now it's no secret. Like we're in kind of this like political era, um, and there's that conversation's happening a lot. And I think sometimes we think that faith and politics looks like, oh, God needs to put my candidate in front of people. Mm-hmm. But real faith and politics looks like God can work through whichever candidate is there like how minimal is your faith if you think God is limited to only working through one person or or one party and that's not reality on either side nobody gets to say that real faith is saying i don't it, it, yes it, it matters like i'm i'm going to be active in like the political conversation but like God can work through anyone right. and so i don't have the right to say he can't cuz that's limited god and, and when we assign our perspective to God, we are so limiting. And I, I just don't think we always know what faith looks like. There's, there's the whole story
0: of the Old Testament, especially through 1st, 2nd Samuel, and Kings, and the Chronicles, is so much of it is um, telling the story of, and Judges uh, is telling the story of all the leaders and kings that the church had. Um, that the that the nation of Israel had, uh, that the Israelites, I should say, not the nation of Israel, uh, the Israelites had, and how most of them kind of sucked. Yeah. And um, mm-hmm. eventually, even when they split, and you have the nation of Israel, the north um, and the south is the nation of Judah, and Judah had about 50-50 good kings. Yeah. All of the kings of Israel sucked. Yep. yep. And you have all these stories of God doing really awesome, crazy things throughout all of it. Um and so the idea of faith is knowing that one of my prayers that has been big in my life, um, especially over the past couple years, in and out, through whatever circumstance, is I will sit and I do this with a lot of phrases, but this one's very popular, is I sit and I say, I trust you God, over and over and over and over again until I mean it. Yeah. Mm. Um and sometimes it does not take very long and sometimes it takes forever but I'll say it over and over and over again until I mean it. Uh, because that's faith, is knowing that that God is in control, good or bad, um, and that God ultimately has made a plan for me, has made a plan for His people, and that at the end of this life, I'm going to know Him in a way that I know Him now, but I'm going to know Him even better then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and how can I know Him the best while I'm here?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I know in, in, in my life, you know, I spent a big part of my story is in high school, just like losing friends and that being a really difficult thing. And I didn't respond well to it. Um, historically, I would always kind of take a step away because I didn't know what was going on. Um, and I remember losing a, a friend in, in college after I'd kind of come back from some of that stuff. And I remember the first thing after I, I learned was like, God, I don't know what you're doing, like, but I trust you. Mm-hmm. And at that time, the the grief process and recovering, it wasn't flawless because I really struggled with it. But it's this idea of like, it brings into perspective this idea of like, faith is not like knowing what God's doing; it's trusting Him anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think we struggle to find that, but I I think, I think it's important. One
0: of my favorite stories in all of the Bible is in Second Chronicles twenty twelve, uh, is the specific verses. But in twenty, Jehoshaphat he comes back, king of Judah, and he comes back after fighting alongside um, many countries, but fighting alongside his friend, king of Israel, and he and the king is killed. And George Spack, he just went through this crazy battle. He didn't want to be a part of it in the first place, and he was like, "God, if it's if it's your will, we'll do it." But I don't want to be a part of it. And he lost a lot of men and he lost friends, and he comes back victorious. And it the, it, the way the picture is painted, it's like the second he sits down, uh, somebody comes and they tell him like, "Look, all these nations are coming from across the Mediterranean, and they're all coming because they want to." <laughs> and they want to take over your country. And it, it, it would be like if we just found out every other country in the world was going to attack America, right? Like the United States of America, I should say. Um, and he was so overwhelmed. And the first thing he did was gather everyone in the nation of Judah at the temple. Hmm. Everyone. And he goes on this long soliloquy <clears throat> of prayer. And it's like, and he's just basically saying, God, were you not the God that provided here and here and here? Did you not provide for the Israelites? Um, and so on. And he eventually says, in 12, he says, we don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. Mm. That's what faith looks like. Is Man, I, I have no clue. I'm, I'm so broken. There's no way I can do this on my own. I have no clue what to do, but my eyes are on you. Um, and that's faith. And that's uh, maybe not the Christmas story, necessarily, but we got here. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I think it's good. I think it's deep. And I think it's great. Um, good and Deep and Great. That's good what, and Deep that's and Great sounds like a bread that you would say
1: before Christmas dinner. Speaking of Christmas dinner. Ooh. <laughs> when you're going to write a review of this show, if you'll just call it Good and Deep and Great, that's all we're going to Good, Deep say. and Great, baby. Just like <laughs> the gravy bowl at Christmas Amen. or the syrup bowl for your spaghetti. For mm-hmm. your spaghetti. Cam, t- talk to us about food. So, okay. Welcome to the silly zone. Welcome, Yeah, we're here. Um... <laughs> We are known for our food conversations. You could even you could say famous. I think we are we're a food podcast featuring featuring Jesus a little bit. Yeah, your appetite is in plain sight. So my theory here, um, I've been in a debate with with some friends over um, the last oh preparing for Thanksgiving. Oh, if it's this one, I'm gonna be really
0: upset. And it
1: it is, Alex. Um. So a big part of Elf is, you know, he treats some pretty traditional dishes in some untraditional ways. That definitely checks out. Um, And I was recently put under some slander for doing the same thing. Cam is wrong and Cam's friends are even wronger. (laughs) I, no, okay, so I apparently am weird because I like to put barbecue sauce on my turkey. Wrong. How? That's not where that goes. When you're at the Thanksgiving dinner,
0: gravy goes on everything.
1: I disagree. Okay, well, one, barbecue sauce does go on turkey because they offer it at barbecue restaurants. See, not Thanksgiving. No, thanks. well, okay. well, hold on Thanksgiving. Not on Thanksgiving. If I think it tastes Say, better, tell me more. why? Tell me more. Tell me more. Okay. okay. me more. Okay. Okay. Here's the kicker, though. So normally what Okay. Normally, what I do... I was all in with your friends, too. I I like to make barbecue sandwiches with Kay. the rolls and put some barbecue sauce on You guys eat it as a sandwich? Uh-huh, okay. I, I th- smoke th- my turkey. It makes sense, yeah. If it tastes better... I should be able to do it on Thanksgiving, okay? Sure. I shouldn't just have to put gravy on it if I don't think it tastes as good just because it's the fourth Thursday of November, okay? Well, what's, what's wrong stupid. with you
0: is that you don't think it tastes as good, but go ahead. Well, uh, uh, no, no then, we're not going to talk about okay. it, we're not going to talk about it, just go ahead.
1: But my friend said that I was weird for that. Yeah, let's hear why this is the problem. They put curious. ranch on their turkey. Oh, no, <laughs> everything that you've said is, is like, holy spoken words. Compared to ranch on turkey. Because that that's ungodly. That's not good on Thanksgiving. You that's not good outside of Thanksgiving. You can't tell Cam
0: that he is untraditional. I, you know, Cam, bring him to this minute marker on this podcast and let me talk. <laughs> you can't tell Cameron that barbecue sauce on his turkey is untraditional and therefore wrong. If you're going to come back and say that you eat ranch
1: on At your least turkey... barbecue sauce goes on turkey. Thank you. Can I... Can I pivot to a slightly different point sure, that I just, I mean, that I'm on board with you? Can I be honest? Oh. I don't even think I like the Thanksgiving meal. I don't like turkey. Turkey is not as good as most other meats. I get slater because I prefer ham on Thanksgiving. I don't
0: think I even prefer ham, but I under I
1: understand. I think everyone's in agreement that turkey is not <clears throat> the greatest of Turkey is a, a big chicken that's worse. Yes, it's a dried chicken. It's a big dry chicken. I'm gonna be honest, I'm gonna really
0: turkey this year, though. I mean, I'm sure juicy. it's possible to make a really good juicy turkey. But most of the time,
1: so turkey is just a big, We're all chicken. white. We have
0: white families. It's yeah. probably dry chicken. Like, no, I don't know if
1: family, cook. right? Yeah. Like, but if, what I want at Thanksgiving is all the stuff that isn't turkey. Right. I want, I'll get a little turkey. I want turkey. some mac, and cheese. Right, oh, mac cheese. and cheese. I want some real good mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. I want some green bean casserole. Like, Green mm. bean casserole is the most superior dish
0: of all time. I
1: will mess mm. up everything else at Thanksgiving, but I th- I don't like turkey. Turkey's just is- there because it has to be. Turkey, and so why not put barbecue sauce on it to make it taste better? My pitch, let's just stop making turkey. Actually! Let's guess- make two chickens. <laughs> Look. <laughs> here's here's,
0: no, here's the thing. My wife does not make does not eat red meat. But what I would prefer to do, if it was up to me,
1: I would just smoke a brisket you're right or do some ribs
0: or people people been, do some
1: pork people spend all day with a turkey in the oven to get turkey out of it why not spend all day with a pork butt on the smoke come on to get pulled pork. pork what if we did that instead and we had a good time on Thanksgiving yes and then and put then? barbecue sauce on over sauce that barbecue sauce thank
0: you <laughs> barbecue <laughs> sauce on everything unless <laughs> right you man. smoke it right and then you don't put barbecue sauce on it yeah then you
1: don't need it so, uh, okay. I don't disagree with you, because I think there, I think there's like a hierarchy that I have in my brain of meals that go with holidays. My family does a big Christmas breakfast most of the time, and Christmas breakfast is the one meal I look forward to just all year. And then it's like... Usually not just pre-bought cinnamon rolls. The yeah, air. ours was donuts <laughs> and pizza. No, <laughs> ours is always good. like casseroles and cinnamon rolls and a waffle station. Like, it's a whole thing. We go all out. And then right after that is Christmas Eve, because Christmas Eve we all know that we're gonna eat Christmas food the next day, which just means we're doing like a big different potluck that night. Like mm. Mexican food or something random. Just like something oh, real weird on Christmas Eve. All the way at the bottom of the list is Thanksgiving food. Well, okay, and, and I think kids, every
0: I think the sides are as good as it gets on Thanksgiving. The sides go
1: everywhere though. I'm gonna eat mac and cheese all year. I'm okay, gonna but eat but mashed potatoes all year. I don't like stuffing that much.
0: Okay, that's me. your own fault can we talk real quick though I gotta take I gotta take Cam I know you got something you gotta say I gotta okay. take though okay mashed potatoes are very overrated form of potatoes
1: I think there are like 19 better versions of potatoes thank than you potatoes. my wife who this might be the way my we're going to come in this room and
0: talk on this podcast
1: <laughs> she thinks mashed potatoes are
0: like clearly the best form of potatoes not even close I think there are there are like five you get fried you literally just
1: potatoes better. and you smush them <laughs> uh huh yeah you, you got fried potatoes? I could run over a potato with my car and it's exactly the same idea. Like tater, tater, tots, tater tots, hash potatoes, hash, hash, hash browns fried potatoes. We named I like four. Cheesy baked potatoes, baked baked potatoes, potatoes, potato casserole. Cheesy potato casserole. Twice baked potatoes. <laughs> that's baked and then again, that's seven <laughs> that are instantly better than mashed potatoes. Did we do hash browns? Yes, I said hash browns. Because okay. I just want to make sure that those because are perfect. hash browns, they're I think potatoes, Hash browns are superior. Potatoes might be prepared to like ascend yeah. when they become McDonald's hash browns. Yeah. I don't think there's a lot of foods that are... The second you get difficult. breakfast from McDonald's, I'm not even at the parking lot before the
0: hash brown's gone. No, I, I have, have like, <laughs> inhaled
1: once. that hash brown before I've even finished like taking the rest of the food from the people I know! Home. It's done! It's gone! It's gone. One time my friend went and literally said, I will buy as many hash browns as you will give me and they gave him 25. <laughs> yes! <laughs> That's a power play and I'm here for it. So, Zach, this is
0: this is the end of our Christmas episodes. It really is. Are you excited about the game or should I not make a big deal out of it? No, I think we should.
1: I think we're going to have a good time.
0: Okay, so we got a good game. It's It's, <laughs> it's actually... A game from the greatest podcast game show name and his pre-podcast game show names with the greatest podcast game show the history the podcast game shows with your host Zachary Cuyot. I am Alex and this is Cam. And this is Laffery <laughs> with Zachary. Zachary, take it away.
1: Oh, fantastic. Um, before we get into it. Uh, with an X. <laughs> um, Samson, I don't know if you guys know, has uh, digitized his naughty and nice list. Um, so I actually downloaded it onto my iPad. He'd, right he would have to if he wanted He's to. Gonna you to. Go. He's going to have to. He's... The, listen. The I guess you'd have to be pretty heavy. Do you think Santa the in The is... Census. <laughs> He's got to be a part of that process, right? He's, He's gotta got to be part of the
0: North Pole Census, <laughs> maybe, yeah, right? I know. mean, he would have
1: those numbers. It's just him enemy. and the elves. Yeah. Why not just have him collect the census? <laughs> he probably does. I well, mean, because doesn't... the government doesn't believe he exists. No, this. Santa... Okay, but the government also doesn't definitely... believe a lot of things exist. Like <laughs> Santa Claus is definitely on that same list as like. Area 51 that only... Do you think Santa lives at Area 51? Is that the North Pole? Area 51, 51 is actually at the North Pole. There's just a decoy one that's in... What if there's a slide America. from Area 51
0: to the North Pole and that's why we can't go there? A slide? <laughs> yeah, just a like just <laughs> <laughs> be like... It's kind of like in The Grinch where he goes in the slide and oh, somehow goes... Up goes the mountain. Up the
1: mountain in the slide. Why can't you do it with the North Pole in Area 51? I rest my case, Zach. Go. You're absolutely right. But I got uh, Santa's uh, digitized uh, naughty and nice list here. I'm probably on the naughty list. Um, so I was just going to, I figured I'd just like see uh, what Santa thought y'all wanted for Christmas and see if that gave me any insight. Uh, so let's just go to. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. H I J Jordan. Uh, Cameron Jordan. Uh, I cannot talk about that on the podcast, Cameron. <laughs> Let's go see what Alex wanted. Yes, yeah, yes, Q- Q- s- 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 There it is. Oh, would you look at that? Alex wants to go first on <laughs> this week's game. <think>. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> well, Alex, you're going to go first on this week's Help Yahoo Answers understand Santa. Christmas edition! That's right, we're doing Yahoo Answers Christmas edition. game was going to be us guessing if different celebrities would be on the naughty or nice (laughs) list. If they're celebrities, they're on the naughty list. No one should have that much money. Anyway, basically, what about Dolly Parton, though? I will say, Dolly Parton's on the nice list and she's the only one. She has funded COVID vaccines. She's incredible. She spent her entire career, like... Doing incredible humanitarian work and then also making music on the side. And, I just like that. and there's like one That's song it. that I actually like. Um, but you know, I will people... always love you with Dolly Parton. That's true. That is hers. My girlfriend is wasn't the biggest Dolly Parton fan of all time, so I cannot slander her on this podcast. Good for you. Maybe yes, it wasn't. I don't want to offend. Everybody. And I wouldn't anyway. <laughs> well, as we've seen uh, in, in our last couple episodes, people don't really get Santa um, in the movies, but. Let me tell you, people really don't get Santa on the Yahoo Answers service. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you all know how this works. I'm going to give you a Yahoo you're Answers. I'm I'm right. Go ahead. Yes, you're, you're right. Uh, I'm going to give you a question from the Yahoo Answers website with a, a word dropped from it. Your job is to each give me an option to fill in that blank. Whoever's closest is going to get the point. If we had to address this last time, if one of you gets it exactly <coughs> right, I'll give you two points. Whew. Sound like a deal? Alex? You go first. You ready? Bring it on Thank you for just... sneezing into your mask. Help Yahoo Answers understand Santa. Question That's number disgusting. one. disgusting. Is Santa Claus real? What's his blank address? A solid start. Cam, is Santa Claus real? Social, social security is number. <laughs> What's his social security number? What's his ass to send?
0: Cam's asking the important question. Uh, well,
1: uh, <laughs> round one, strong out of the eight from Alex Sons. Is Santa Claus real? What's his address? Yes! The yeah. added question? I really thought that was going to be it. The the additional information. Is Santa Claus real? Or is he just fake? He's never been in my house. That's probably because we don't have a chimney. But, dot, dot, dot. Is Santa real? I like that that one phrases itself like an investigative report. Where it's like, he's never been in my house. But, <laughs> that's him putting out the cigarette. Is Santa real? it's a film noir yeah it's in black and white and he's this is all internal (laughs) a strong start a strong start I can't speak anymore Cam this one's going to you first how to blank Santa how to blank Santa cremate how to cremate Santa (sighs) they're probably no I'm I can't talk about burning a beloved Christmas figure Alex how to blank Santa. Call. How to call Santa. And you realize after saying cremate that it's really easy. You just leave your fireplace on. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Yes. Oh, goodness. Right. How to cremate Santa or how to call Santa. The real question, how to be Santa. You kill him and take his clothes. We already know the answer. If you kill him so and his clothes. So I think it that must be cremate. First, that's right. That's exactly what I was going to say. Is that Yes. We know that if you kill Santa and you put on his clothing, you become him. And cremate is what you sometimes do after somebody dies. So we're going to give that point to Cameron. out some sad cases mean. before. We're going we're gonna to do a little bit of blue on this episode, aren't we? Yeah, we are. <laughs> Alex, this one's going back to you. Should Santa blank blank work out? Cameron. Should Santa blank blank? blank. There's two blanks here. Pay taxes. Should Santa pay taxes? He should, yes. (laughs) Clearly, but I don't know to what government. Since (laughs) How does this man afford to make so many toys? (laughs) (laughs) He's clearly in a grand tax evasion scheme. Uh, But I am going to give that point to Alex because the real question is, should Santa lose weight? I have to say, I'm a little outraged with how obsessed everyone is about achieving a healthy weight. I'm all for being healthy, but does that give people the right to change the entire image to a childhood icon? What kid is going around saying, I want to be fat like Santa? None. What are your opinions on that That was the information that they felt necessary to include in the, uh, the further on their uh, question. And I didn't know that, that was a problem. Uh, have you all seen some, like... Skinny Santa advertisement that I don't know about. No, well, never saw
0: anybody tell me that Santa needs to be skinny.
1: <laughs> nope. Not we once. already Santa's hot already anyway. So yeah, yeah. Matter. We already have made our official stance on Santa <laughs> <laughs> Claus. He's Bears. thick with a few C's. With he's a few th- C's, a a at least king. four. Yeah, he's the thick king of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Officially. Cam, this one's going back to you. Yeah, it is. Should I be blank about Santa? Concerned. Okay, Alex, should I be blank about Santa? Excited. Those those were the two logical opposites, and the correct answer is two points for Cameron. Should I be concerned? About let's go. Concerned? I Wait. knew it was concerned, so I had to go
0: the complete opposite direction. No, that the, the right thing to way. do.
1: I um, we need to talk about the further information on this one because <laughs> so the the uh, added information says. My kid wanted to sit in Santa's lap last week last week at the mall, but I had concerns. Okay, here's what I'm thinking. Santa Teresa, female. Santa Maria, female, Santa Esmeralda, female, Santa Clarita, female, Saint Thomas, male, Saint John, male, St. Patrick, male. What's up with Santa Claus? I the the only problem here is that you don't know how English and Spanish works. <laughs> Those are just the word saint in uh, in Spanish. That's all it is. That's funny. Also, people don't call her Santa Teresa. People call her Saint Teresa. Yeah. I don't know what this person's dealing that's with. That's funny. I got a lot of questions for him. I don't. I don't want to hear any more. I, I don't want them to answer any of them. My preference is after you
0: said to. that, please stop talking. <laughs> Alex, we're going
1: back to you. The game just is... Just kidding. Talk, keep talking. You have value and worth. That's important, yes. But also, don't. The game is all knotted up at three points apiece, and we're going back to you, Alex, for question number five. Dope City, let's get it. Who is blank, Jesus or Santa? Realer. Who is a realer, Jesus or Santa? Cam, who is blank, Jesus or Santa? Stronger. Who is stronger? (laughs) Whose dad would win in a fight? Who is blank? Jesus or Santa? Now this is interesting. Who is realer or who is stronger? I wanted to say who is better, but I felt that was like low-hanging fruit. I think <clears throat> I think our strength comes uh, from kindness first and foremost. And the question is who is nicer? Uh, Jesus or Santa? So I'm going to give that point to Cam. That's a great
0: question. Who is nicer,
1: Jesus or Santa?
0: Well, Santa's a works-based uh, gift giver,
1: and Jesus oh, oh. is not. A great point. Jesus has never filled anybody's oh. talking with Cole before. Cam, we're going back to you. we got two questions left. This is another one of those possibly ice the game scenarios, or mm. keep the, keep it up in the air. Cam, what is the difference between Santa Claus and blank? Saint Nick. What is the difference between Santa Claus and St. Nick? Alex, what is the difference between Santa Claus and St. Nick? What? (laughs) What is the difference between Santa Claus and blank? The Easter Bunny. Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny. Interesting. I'm going to give that point to Alex. What is the difference between Santa Claus and God? Edit. Whoa. They both have a magic book. (laughs) (laughs) I guess we're comparing the Naughty and Nice list... To the Bible. <laughs> so it was Da Vinci. Was... <laughs> da Vinci? <laughs> oh, man. Well, this is this is an excellent uh, competition we have here. We're into the last question. Tied. Yeah, we are. Four. This is the kind of competition we like to see on this show. I think I've phased out for the last three questions. <laughs> Alex, you're up for us. It's time to zone back in. It's important. <laughs> Did Santa ever blink you? Did Santa ever sniff you? <laughs> did Santa ever sniff you? Cam, did Santa ever blink you? <laughs> um, uh, man. Visit. Did Santa ever visit you? real question did santa ever scare you update or did you scare santa oh <laughs> i'm gonna give that final point to alex yeah, because if santa's new i would be I'm terrified real scared yeah and that means that alex you have won this episode oh. of help yahoo answers yeah. understand oh, yeah. christmas edition yeah. Oh, yeah. excellent work
0: so i think we've been every single one of these podcasts with one of my favorite kind of segments, and that's where we get to pitch future podcast mm-hmm. idea. Now with our new podcast format, we get to pitch complete seasons.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So for January, Zach, I, I want you to take us home. What do you think we should
1: do? Okay, I got... I think uh, we have a sacred duty. Like oh, gosh. Okay. We've put ourselves in such a position that we need to find... We need to find our faith in places where you wouldn't expect to find our faith. We need to find our faith in the culture, okay? But what if we did that in things that found the culture in our faith? So in January my pitch is that We watch all of the bizarre movies that are vaguely based on the Bible and we find actual faith messages in them we watched Noah with Russell Crowe. <laughs> we watched Moses with Christian Bale. We watched Ben Hur. Oh, that, <laughs> that was pretty okay. We watched Ben hur We watched that that uh Willem Dafoe Antichrist N C seventeen movie, and we find Jesus in those. That's my opinion. Like She's it. probably there somewhere. He's gotta be. There's, he it, might be Mary Elf.
0: <laughs> He's an elf, without a doubt. We're
1: finding no. Jesus in the culture, which was mm. already in i
0: like it i like that a lot you know i'll think about it we're about to shut this podcast off and make a decision um i was gonna make a joke about you guys not being allowed but instead i just smacked my lips really loud (laughs) so you know what this was great merry christmas to all to all a good christmas and night peace out actually i hope your night is just terrible i hope you have a good christmas though yeah unless tonight is christmas yeah
1: then, sure. then you have to pick one. Did you spend your Christmas listening to the Plain podcast? <laughs> That'd be cool. Please seek counseling. Oh. I'm going to write Thayer Merry <laughs> Christmas, number. you filthy animals. But well, use our affiliate
0: link if you don't seek counseling.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and if, if you use code <laughs> Plainsight at checkout, you'll get 10% off your purchase. we you the most toxic podcast ever that people had to seek counseling. <laughs> and put it's it in affiliate link. A <laughs> That's funny. Oh, man. Okay, goodbye. Girl Scout, Merry Christmas